Ahoy, and welcome to the Open Journal Blogcast. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and all things related. That includes illness, wellness, stigma and support, and most importantly some of your very own personal stories. We're going to be covering projects, campaigns, education, starting conversations, and looking at some of the tools that support our well-being as well. I'm Mike, and while I'm being mindfully mindless, hopefully myself and my amazing guests will be able to show you you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so Mm. they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, And then they want to talk about it. Ahoy and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to episode 197. I hope you are well out there. I hope things are going good for you at this moment in time. It's it's mid-October already. I can't quite believe that's where we are. Seems like only yesterday it was April. Um, yeah, it's been a weird year. It definitely has been a weird year. Uh, so this week we have a slightly different episode in September, so last month. I was delighted to be invited along to a fresher and healthy service uh, event online to hear about the support being made available to university students by SCAPE uh, and to hear a little bit about their project. So it was really interesting to hear about the kind of the service that's being provided, the insights that are being made um, uh, and that kind of recognition for student mental health and well-being. which I don't know if it was really there when I went to university so it was really interesting to kind of see that I think um, it's definitely come a long way in the in the last few years that's for sure Uh, but it's really interesting to hear particularly at the moment given our Covid situation kind of the added stresses of 2020 and everything that kind of home working and learning and studying brings with it and also some of those social restrictions as well so I really enjoyed and really appreciated being invited along to the scape session um, to hear about that kind of uh, new student support and get that insight I think it's a a really important discussion to hear really interesting to hear about that as well Uh, I'm very mindful that we are hearing about uh, kind of uh, a service a support that's being made available by scape and that might not necessarily be the service that you're receiving at your university at your place of education Uh, So I think it's really important to maybe reflect on that slightly uh, and say that this is maybe an opportunity to hear about what is going on in in a particular um, location uh, and a particular offer. If that is 
you know, if it sounds really good and it's not like the offer that you're receiving at the moment in your current place of study, that maybe is a prompt to, to go away and find out about how that service could be improved or supported or added to. Um, and I think there's a real valuable kind of learning tool here. There's some really interesting bits of best practice that are happening uh, and just a really nice conversation, I think, to hear. So I really hope you enjoy this episode and, and are able to pick up a few different things from it. As always, I think each time we have the opportunity to have a guest or in this case, have a recording from, from an event, I think it is really valuable. Um, and yeah, I feel like I've said it a lot, but interesting. It is interesting. Um, it is to me at least. <laughs> so uh, I do hope you enjoy this episode. I will say this is, as I mentioned, it's a recording of uh, an online digital event. Uh, so it's a recording from Zoom. Uh, in a couple of places, the audio is not great. So please bear with it um, in those couple of spots. Um, also, there's reference to a Q&A session. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to record the Q&A. Um, my kind of audio wasn't really good enough um, in that section, but hopefully you get enough of a, an insight into our discussion, into the service and the, um, the offer um, that's there. So uh, as always, there'll be the links in the show notes. So if you do want to go and find out a little bit more about the fresher and healthy service, about Scape, about some of the doctors and the insights that are shared in this episode. You'll be able to do that through the show notes um, or the links that are mentioned um, throughout the discussion because there are a few in there as well. Thank you so much for continuing to, to listen, to download, subscribe to the podcast. I hope as always you enjoy this episode and if you would like to come on in the future you can find that information over on the website which is openjournalbc.com which I think I think we've had that site for about a month or so now, so hopefully um, that is kind of fresh in your minds. I hope you enjoy the episode, and if it's not a great week for you this week, please do remember you're not alone out there. Just thank you for coming um, and uh, to our virtual live event uh, with Scape. Um, so this is to really speak about the uh, fresh and healthy uh, initiative that will be launching and um, educate people and on kind of the health tips that they need to know about um, when starting university during a pandemic, which is obviously an exciting um, anxious time for them. Um, so to speak through the campaign, we'll have Neil Smith, who's the UK Managing Director at Scape. Um, so he'll just tell you a little bit about um, the initiative. Um, and then we're going to go, we're going to speak to Gogo Doc, who is the doctor that we're working with to offer consultations to students when they arrive at university. And then we have our ambassador and Love Island's Dr. Alex George to kind of give some tips to students. Um, so these are really kind of health related as well as mental health related because obviously it's quite a stressful time for them. And then we're going to open it up to questions from you guys. So um, I'm going to meet you all for the actual talk. Um, but then following that, I'll, I'll give you the chance to raise your hand and you can ask a question to either Neil from Scape, Dr. Alex George or Dr. Ash from Go Go Doc. Um, so I'm going to meet you all now and hand you over. Um, and we'll start with Neil Smith from the Managing Director from Skate to kind of give you an introduction to the campaign. Um, let me just do this now. Um, look, so again, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, we're really excited to join to, to launch 
this special and healthy campaign. I know it's something that's been worked on for, uh, for, for many weeks and months uh, for many people on the team. And uh, a, lot, a lot of labor's gone into to, um, to what you're going to hear about today. Um, just a bit of an anecdote, over the last few, few days, we've personally been checking in a lot, of, a lot of residents into our buildings. I've seen thousands of students over the last few days and weeks check into our buildings, a lot of anxious faces, a lot of, um, a lot of nervous parents. And uh, I'm pleased to say that you can see that already some of the initiatives that we've launched are helping to assuage some of those concerns. Uh, and have motivated us to, um, to to launch this campaign and many others that we're that we're currently working on. Bear with us just a minute. Um, so, look, as a business, Gaper are extremely passionate about physical, mental health, and well-being, and safeguarding our students. It's something that we've been focused on for uh, years since we opened in 2012. And, and something that's very close to my heart and to, to everyone else in this business. Um, today, we're launching the Fresh and Healthy campaign uh, with our ambassador, TV doctor, Alex George. He's passionate about providing young adults and students with, oops, sorry, Dr. Alex has worked on students with correct certified knowledge to ensure they stay healthy, both physically and mentally. Dr. Alex has worked with Escape to produce a series of tips and advice to address the main health concerns of students returning during the pandemic. This advice will be available on all Scape social channels and also on our website, which is regularly updated. Dr. Alex will share some of his tips and fantastic insight and top tips for students' well-being today. As part of the initiative, Scape is providing a new GP service as well. This will be available on a weekly basis for all students to access. It will allow them to have a bookable one-to-one -one consultation with a private GP service called gogo.doc. Students will receive free physical examinations and mental health advice during the visit. Uh, it's trusted patient information and reassurance given to students as part of the consultation process, as well as advice on, on the correct course of action. Along with the consultation, students will also have the opportunity to have a flu vaccine if they choose. They'll also receive a free, fresher and healthy kit packed with essential well-being items that can be used in and around university. And you'll see a demonstration of that a little bit later when Dr. Alex runs you through it. This year more than ever, it's important that students are given the right resources to stay to help stay healthy and on track and to be successful when back at university. We want to ensure that students get their medical advice from certified doctors rather than just on social media or other channels. And we want to encourage them to see a GP for professional advice. I'll hand over now to Dr. Ash Srivastava, the private GP from Dot, our GP service provider for Fresher and Healthy. He'll talk about the consultation process and why it's important for young people to seek medical help. He'll also talk through the benefits of the flu vaccine starting or heading to university this term. Over to you, Dr. Ash. Okay. Hi, guys. Uh, so, yeah, my name is Dr. Shisha Vastala. Uh, I'm one of the GPs at COVID. I'm also the medical director. Um, so, yeah, as, as I mentioned, I'll, we'll be talking a bit about the flu vaccination and what it involves. Uh, just a bit about uh, sort of SCAPE's project, the Freshman Healthy Start Initiative. Um, so, as clinicians, as, as doctors at GoGoDoc, uh, we'll essentially be providing uh, consultations, like a one-on-one -on -one consultation uh, with, with students and helping them, you know, through different, different sorts of issues. This could be uh, a physical, physical examination, it can also be a history taking as well. Uh, and we'll also be offering sort of leaflets and uh, any sort of mental health advice as well, uh, which students uh, may benefit from. 
So that will all be starting um, when the term starts in October. Um, now, in terms of actual you know, mental health and so on as well, that's something that we take very, very seriously and it's something that we'll be addressing uh, with a series of leaflets as well uh, during each consultation. Um, each consultation, there'll be the opportunity as well for a flu vaccination, uh, which we'll be offering. Um, so that's optional. So if students do wish to have that, then they can proceed with that. Um, in terms of the actual flu itself, um, obviously, during the autumn time, um, that's when flu vaccinations generally start. So, um, yeah, it's something that we can definitely provide. Now, in terms of obviously being a student, uh, we know it can be very difficult. Uh, you know, obviously, there's lots of stressful times, you know, studying. Um, so we're able to provide, um, you know, any support you need uh, once every week. Um, so that, that's what we're offering. Um, another big thing in a student as well is um, people will say they, have, you know, they can get poor sleep, uh, poor nutrition, and that in turn can affect people's immune system. So, you know, it's very important that we sort of address those sort of issues. And, you know, during our talks that we have every week, hopefully we'll be able to address that. And, you know, stress the importance of how, you know, good nutrition and good sleep can actually affect your immune system can play a part. Um, I'm now going to open the floor to questions. Thanks, Ash. So, could you tell us a bit more about why it's so important that students do receive medical advice when they start to university? Yeah, sure. I think what an important thing to mention is, um, you know, when, when you're seeing a doctor, you're getting a professional medical opinion. So, it's not something like Google. You're actually seeing a, a professional expert who's had you know, expertise in the area. Um, so, for that reason, it's very useful. I think also it can sort of delay any sort of progression of illness. So for example, you know, someone with acne, for example, um, you know, if it's not treated early, um, you know, it can lead to scarring and that can affect their self-confidence as well. So I think things like that, so assessing being seen early can really help, um, you know, a patient. So and another thing as well is having the reassurance that you've seen a doctor and so any anxiety you have is addressed and so you feel more confident when you're out. And what would that initial consultation process involve? So for students who might be nervous about what it entails, could you talk us through it? Yeah, sure. So essentially it'll be sort of a 15 to 20 minute consultation with a, with a doctor. Um, as with any sort of GP consultation, you have a history where we'll sort of try and ask a few questions and narrow down what the possible diagnosis could be. Um, and if necessary, we'll perform a physical examination. Um, the actual examination, um, you know, again, depends on what the condition is. Um, following that, we'll make a plan, whether it be sort of general medical advice, or it could be, um, oops, sorry guys, yeah, exactly, yeah. my double chin there, there we go, there we go, uh, that's fine, um, so yeah, after the consultation, we'll either give some general medical advice, or we refer on to a specialist, or we can just give a prescription, so it really depends on on the situation. And as I mentioned earlier, we do offer the flu vaccination as well. So um, again, if patients or students uh, wish to have that, then we can do that as well. And why is the flu vaccination so important? Yeah, so the flu vaccination. So essentially, I think it's important to sort of find out how the actual, or why the flu vaccination is done and how. So what actually happens is the, the World Health Organization sort of meet, meet up together in February. Um, and they look at the sort of strains that potentially could be a, could be sort of, you know, prevalent during uh, the winter time. 
Um, so every vaccine has strains that would be very prevalent during the winter time. Um, and as a result of that, the majority of uh, viral strains during the winter are covered in the vaccine. So you're very, it's very likely it would um, protect against the majority of viruses uh, during that time. So. Sorry, can you, can you guys hear okay? Can somebody um... Yeah, we can hear. So can you hear? In... Sorry, I just want to double check because I had some feedback. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I think in terms of how it actually works, um, essentially what happens is uh, as the actual vaccine itself has an uh, virus, so as a result, the, the, the body's immune system uh, produces an antibody response, um, and this basically attacks the, the actual viruses, um, so it makes people less likely to, to become unwell. Um, and for those who do become a little bit unwell, it generally reduces the severity of the illness. So, yeah, very effective, and especially with students, I think, you know, um, yeah, less time off uni is obviously better, more time for, like, you know, having fun, I guess, or studying. So when's the ideal time for the vaccination? Yeah, so the, the ideal time uh, would be sort of during autumn time, um, just before the peak, which is usually December, January time. Um, but I suppose if you do get it done a bit later, there's no, no harm in that at all. It would just be, you know, ideally best time to get it would be before the peak, which would be December, January time. Okay. Yeah. And what extra resources are there for students who are looking to get yeah, there's, 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 there's loads available. Um, so, I mean, obviously, the basic things first. So, things like, you know, 111, you can always contact out of hours. Uh, so, anything after 6 pm, if you're having trouble, you feel that like you're concerned, um, they're a very useful service. Obviously, our weekly consultations, which will be once weekly. Um, also, you know, there's all uh, services online for different types of support services. So, for example, you know, if it's like drug and alcohol, you've got Frank. Um, if it's to do with sort of mental health or anxiety, there's calm and mind. Um, and again, um, during our consultations every week, we'll be providing leaflets for, for these as well. Okay, thank you. Yep, so I'm just going to pass you on to Dr. Alex now. Check by here. Hello, everyone. I want to have the pleasure of my chin now. <laughs> tech issues are part of life, unfortunately, but we're going to try and make this as we can, especially yeah. you know, the way this tier's gone, I'm just like, predicting everything kind of goes a little bit We'll get there. So my name is Alex George, and thank you for having the introduction. Uh, I'm an A&E doctor, and I work in Lewisham, so um, southeast uh, London, uh, and I'm someone that's quite passionate actually about supporting young people and hopefully providing some sensible advice uh, around health and supporting uh, your well-being. You know, university is an exciting time. Clearly, this year is not going to be quite the same as what we've experienced uh, uh, before um, because of the COVID situation. But I think, you know, if we look at the positive sides and try and see this as a time that we can get through, that we can actually uh, make the most of what is an incredible time going to university and do it in a safe way. Um, I partnered with uh, Escape uh, on their pressure and Healthy uh, campaign and service. Uh, and the whole premise of this really is to help young people go to university an enjoyable time to experience university uh, in a way that's safe uh, and hopefully reduce the risk of catching things like COVID. Uh, mental health and well-being is obviously a priority as well. Now, um, I've made some videos around for tips and advice, uh, starting university, uh, freshers, looking after yourself, 
reducing healthy risk catching COVID uh, as well. And those videos will be available shortly. Uh, I'm going to answer some questions in a second. Before I do that, I want to show you uh, the pressure and healthy kit. I'm going to bring this really close to the camera. Now I can do that. It's got no, there's no vodka in this, unfortunately. I know that probably this point a few views, but there isn't any vodka. Uh, but it has got some nice bits. And actually, maybe the thing that would second would be interesting most is probably this packet here. Um, but uh, what I'm going to talk to you about um, is actually something that's very important. So um, within this is the uh, hand, uh, there's a hand bottle over here, which is basically for a hand sanitizer. So hand washing, we know, is very important um, at the moment. Uh, with everything that's going on, and the talk I think the forest can give later on today, clearly, uh, you know, the, the principles are going to hold true, so hand washing uh, and also wearing masks. Um, we've got our a lovely mask in this uh, box as well, which you can wear. Um, I've actually got one of these and been wearing it, so that's great. And you've also got uh, some drinks, hydrated, and a uh, voucher too as well. I'm checking everything out of the box as we speak. Not that I don't want it, but there we go. So that's the, that's the box that you'll receive uh, when you start and come here at um, Skate. Uh, and I think it is really important as a reminder really to, to say, look, wash your hands, take all the principles, uh, eat plenty and have a drink too. I've got some questions now that we fired in and hopefully I'll give you some sensible answers. Thanks, Alex. So I guess with the times at the moment and um, we've come out of a lockdown I think a lot of our um, freedom has been kind of lifted a little bit been able to do more of what we'd say is normal going to bars and restaurants and things um, but clearly at the moment we're going to see some changes again no one really knows what the advice is going to go into to, to be from, from the government but we are expecting that, that really we're going to be encouraged to follow those core principles that helped us in the first place so washing your hands is so so important so Every time you change your environment, you enter a new situation, or you're, um, uh, you know, you're eating or going to the toilet, making sure you're washing your hands is so important because it's, a, it's the best way we know to limit the spread of the virus. Using soap and water is the preferable way. If not, then using hand sanitizer or gels is, is fine. Um, also, make sure you're wearing masks uh, indoors is, is super uh, important too. Um, there's going to be lots of advice and guidance coming out over the following days. I know that on Scape's uh, website, they're having updates put on the top of the website. So keep an eye out for that. So you can see the advice from there. Because it is really important, actually, following advice from the right places. There's so much stuff online. On the, and sometimes um, articles that are on social media, which kind of mislead people. So just make sure you follow the, the right guidance from the right place. And are there any specific tips you give students to kind of help them avoid like large crowds and kind of the key places where we know there's going to be lots so at the moment, there's the where the questions around um, you know, avoiding large gatherings and how to stay safe. I guess with, when you're socialising and doing things. Now we're seeing that the rule of six uh, is, is coming to play. Um, the, the, the premise of this is obviously to reduce the number of social interactions we're having. We're having. We know that with COVID-19, the more people that you meet, ultimately, the more people that you are coming into contact with, the more likely it is for the virus to to spread. Having said that, we don't want people to be on their own all the time. That's not what we're saying. You're starting university, it is, it is a time that we want you to enjoy. Now, doing that safely is important. So what, what the rule of six is essentially allowing you to go and spend time with people. 
from social groups, either outdoors or indoors, without exceeding that. So not having eight or ten people, because that's where we get worried. So if you're going to go and do things, try and plan in advance. And that's the first tip I'd say. So if you plan what you're going to do, like tomorrow we're going to go out and have a picnic in the park in our group, knowing that you're doing that, planning where you're going to go and how you're going to keep it safe and bring uh, hand sanitizer that you're going to plan to bring separate plates and things for everyone and everyone in their own food. Makes that environment much, much safer and making sure that you're not ending up a situation where you've got 10, 15, 20 people turning up. And also try to organise things um, or follow things that are organised uh, through university. I know that Scape organising certain events and stuff. Universities are doing that around the country uh, and doing that with organisations that plan things correctly and safely, you're more likely to end up in a situation where it was followed and you're not breaking them. So just, just try and be careful and plan ahead. And what about if certain students feel a lot of peer pressure to maybe, you know, not necessarily break those rules, but to do things that they personally feel slightly uncomfortable with? Any advice for them? So one thing I've, I think we noticed that people react to situations differently, like anything in life. So and um, with the COVID pandemic, you've got people who maybe are a little bit too relaxed with things, and you've got people who are very, very worried and very anxious. And what we want to try and find is a balance, but it's very, very important to respect people's wishes. And ultimately, everyone has the right to their own health. And if someone feels uncomfortable um, about maybe going and meeting up with other people in a scenario or going out to, 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 to a restaurant, then not kind of pressurise them to do that. And maybe finding a way to to kind of meet a middle ground and see what their concerns are. Maybe we should go in a smaller group. Maybe rather than going to an indoor restaurant, should we go to the park for a picnic? Um, it's super important. So just make sure you don't put pressure on anyone else. Also, don't feel pressurised. Do what you feel comfortable in doing and look after your own health. And if people are really struggling with anxiety around this, what kind of things can they do within their kind of accommodation or within their university to seek help? Yeah. So it's natural that going to university is an anxious time anyway. I remember starting at uni uh, quite a long time ago now. Um, but I was anxious about going. You go to a new place, you don't necessarily know people there already, um, and you're a bit nervous, but you know, a lot of those nerves are natural, they're good. Uh, it's an element of excitement as well. But obviously at the moment, we've got this added element with COVID and stuff. So I appreciate that people are a bit worried and anxious about it. What I would say is try and focus on the positives while you're going to university, looking forward to starting your course. Think about um, and be really open-minded about meeting people when you go there, because... If you go to halls, especially, your your hall, your actual floor you're on, uh, will be your uh, new bubble because that becomes your household in effect. So be very open-minded to making friends with people there. You may not have had as many interactions you would have in previous years, but be open-minded to meeting new people and creating friendships in scenarios that maybe you don't expect. Also, look after your general health because that helps your mental health as well. Exercise is great for your mental health, boosts, boosts endorphins, it makes you feel that you can have a release of some of your anxiety, get out, have a run, make sure that you're sleeping plenty, uh, you're eating well as well, it's super important. And don't forget, talk and ask for help um, if you are struggling. I know Escape have on their app, if you download the app, they've got a function where you can click on their team to say that you want to speak and ask for help. FaceTime your friends at home, FaceTime your family as well. Don't get isolated and you're not alone. So on that, I guess we could talk more about kind of how to combat feelings of loneliness. I think especially if students are faced with the prospect of having to quarantine for a couple of weeks over the next few months. Any tips on how they can kind of keep their energy levels up? Yeah, so obviously we are in, we of course, we're in challenging times. And at certain points, some students will need to self-isolate or quarantine because they either have symptoms of COVID or because they've come into contact with people. 
And it's super important during that time that you actually not only look after your physical health, you look after your mental health as well. So try and create structure in your day. If you are isolated, most, most spending time in your room, then still have a structure. Plan when you're getting up in the morning. So say you get up at eight o'clock, plan what work you're going to do in the morning, what you're going to do for also relaxation. You're going to put music on for half an hour, you can listen to your favourite podcast. Plan your meal times as well. Make sure you're having breakfast, lunch and dinner. Uh, and that in the afternoon, maybe you're, whenever suits you, you're planning some exercise as well. I think sometimes when people go into self-isolation, it's common that they go, right, stick on Netflix and time and the day and night becomes one. And actually, we know that's not good for mental health. So creating structures is super important. Talk to people, FaceTime people, stay in contact and make sure you do ask people for support. So I guess, Alex, your Love Island experience, you are kind of unfamiliar with going into a strange environment where you've got to meet lots of new people. Um, some parallels we can maybe draw to going to university for the first time. So uh, I can't shake off this Love Island stuff. I mean, it's my own fault, really, isn't it? But <laughs> a question about, we're drawing some tenuous, tedious, tedious link, a tedious now, link between Love Island and, um, and quarantine and COVID. But hey, let's, let's, let's roll with it. Um, I think some of the things I've learned probably from my experience in that is that no matter what situation you put yourself in, and with the people you put in situations with people you might not expect to create the bonds with a fine common ground. But the thing I really learned probably the most, and I honestly mean this in, on the show, is that actually you find connections with people and you create friendships with people that you least expected. So have an open mind when you go to university. Um, be kind. Um, you know, go the extra mile with people, make an effort, and have an open mind to the possible friendships you make. Because some of my friends from uni, you know, I've got from life. Um, and I think actually through hardships, you defend, you develop even better bonds than you normally would. So enjoy it. I know it's tough time. It's not forever. Um, university will be amazing and just make the most of it. And I guess on that, you know, students are going to just have to kind of be resilient. We're all just going to have to keep responding to the latest government advice. Yeah, so, you know, it's really important, again, that when it comes to advice and, you know, getting updates, make sure some good sources. I get a little bit anxious around social media sometimes. If it's from reputable people, reputable sources, that's different. But there's all sorts of articles you see flying around, like garlic will cure coronavirus and all this stuff. Obviously not true. Make sure you fact check. Anything you see online, if you see something think that seems a bit odd, fact check it against the NHS website and check what their advice is. Go to the FG updates and, of course, as well, Scape have on their own website. They're actually creating updates specifically for you guys in your scenario at university. So just be careful where you're getting advice from and, um, yeah, don't let it make you anxious. You can be alert but not anxious. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks for, for watching and I hand back to the team. So, yeah, it, <laughs> it was a little bit of a cut off at the end there, but I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, and as I said, a very different type of episode. Um, if you are aware of or you are hosting uh, an event similar to this, uh, where there is that focus on mental health and well-being, please do feel free to, to let me know. It might be something we're able to include on the podcast. And I think it's it's a really great addition to... Uh, yeah I think it's a great addition to the podcast I think it's great that we're able to include and kind of share reference to some of those conversations and signpost to some of the speakers that are involved as well and hopefully allow some of those conversations to to continue afterwards so yes once again big thank you to, to everyone that's involved in that fresher and healthy service to everyone at Scape um, and to everyone involved in that call and for allowing me to be part of it thank you so much it was, it was uh, yeah I found it really interesting really insightful to hear about the service that's been made available 
Um, if you do want to find out more, there's information in the show notes. Uh, I hope you really enjoyed this week's episode and I look forward to seeing you again soon. These are real people. They have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real, and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.